Warning, this podcast was produced by two men who still think that swearing is both big and clever. As a result, it contains quite a lot of it. Therefore, this podcast is not suitable for children, unless they're really fucking cool children. Yes, people, Dave Fenson here with another episode of Pop Collaborate and Listen. This week we're getting our hands all over Def Leppard's Adrenalize album from 1992. We've got our friend Darren joining us uh, to talk about it. He can introduce himself during the episode. We had a lot of fun talking about this record this week. A um, couple of things I should say, because we're on our three mic setup, it's not our normal setup, so the sound quality is slightly different. Uh, to the, our normal sound quality I uh, hope it's uh, not too bad I think it's pretty good but uh, not quite where we normally are uh, and secondly one of apologies we're in the middle of cold season uh, hopefully none of it's coronavirus but uh, you'll hear quite a few coughs and sniffles through this episode basically all three of us were real when we recorded it so uh, if you're particularly sensitive to coughs and sneezes then skip this episode um uh, yeah, that's a weird trick of warning, isn't it? Uh, anyway, as usual, this episode is brought to you by On The Edge Comedy. On The Edge Comedy is Brighton's best new act new material night, taking place on the first and third Sundays of every month. Also got a new night which is launching on the 29th of March at the New Unity Pub. Uh, that's called The Last Laugh. It's the opportunity to get one last laugh out of your weekend. I've got a lineup of loads of great acts. I've got a more experienced professional acts doing new material i've got a uh, brand new acts doing their best material it's going to be a lot of fun um, i'm going to be emceeing some of them not going to be an emceeing all of them but it starts at seven o'clock on a sunday night uh so yeah starting on the 29th of may so if you're in the brighton area do come down and support it and if you know someone that's in the brighton area let them know about it it'll be on our social media and all that good stuff anyway with no further ado gonna crack straight into this episode hope you enjoy it guys and yes yeah, see you next week Yes, yes, people. Welcome to another episode of Pop Collaborate and Listen. My name is Dave Fensom. I'm Krista Greer. And we are joined uh, for this episode by my good friend Darren Hone. Hello, hello. Uh, we are here this week to discuss uh, Def Leppard's amazing record, uh, Adrenaline. Adrenalize. Adrenalize, yeah. So now this is a record. Uh, the reason we've got Darren in is Darren is the biggest Def Leppard fan we know. I'm assuming, right, let me just let's, let's get some of this out of the way. This was number one, mm-hmm. 5th of April, 1992, mm-hmm. right? Were you a fan at this point when it was released? Were you like, fuck yes, absolutely, absolutely. Right? Yeah. I was looking forward to this album massively. I did buy it. I wanted to bring it with me, but I put all my CDs in the loft because ah. streaming and all that yes. kind of stuff. Went up to try and find it and bed it. I, I remember buying the Digipack because I always felt that Digipacks will sound a lot better than the other kind of albums. <laughs> you know I mean? so, so I thought, yeah, I'm going to buy that one. And yeah, I, I think it was pretty much day of release. It was uh, there or yeah. thereabouts anyway. Very, very excited um, okay. because I was a fan. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you were a fan because you were into them uh, like for the previous yeah album. yeah I mean my history with the band really started way way back when I was sort of 12 13 14 at high school in fact, oh, shit, right. Dave Fenson was with me at the time it was my musical awakening was Def Leppard because 
I think it was I was, I was I was standing I was sleeping around my auntie's house for some reason I think she was looking uh, babysitting for me and uh, there was a Saturday morning TV program on I think it was the chart show something along okay. those lines and I remember Animal came on the, the single from second single Absolutely. they released from um, from Hysteria what a tune at the time I remember just sit, I was specifically remember sitting there and turning around and going ooh I like this. This is good, All right. and uh, and it really really stuck with me. And so I've always thought, well, animal, yeah. But that was when music you had to go out and buy it. Do you know what I mean? Or or you'd see it on top of the pops. So that yeah, was it. That was your only exposure to, to it. Yeah. So yeah, when I went back to school, we went down to the Pearly Centre, lovely place in Luton. I'm sure if anybody knows the Pearly Centre, they'll uh, be very. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> It's an amazing place. It's an amazing place. Mm-hmm. Um, I went down to Martin's newsagents and had a carousel of old CD singles. Right. And uh, and they had Animal there for seventy nine pence, and I remember picking it up. It was the first piece of music that I ever ever paid money for. Oh shit! Was Animal by Def Leppard? Yeah, oh, I didn't have a record okay. player, but my dad did, so I went home and played it on uh, on my dad's uh, stereo, and uh, thoroughly loved it. Amazing. And then on the back of that, went out and brought Hysteria, and bang, right, there so we go. I'm then. in. I'm right. full on Def Leppard. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. so Dave, what well, about you and Def Leppard? Well, I mean, Def Le- I mean, I was I was with this dude that I used to know, and he went. <laughs> 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 a bit fucking psycho on Def Leppard. Look, man, I loved the, I loved the Animal and I loved the stuff from Hysteria when it came out. Um, uh-huh. I was never the big, big Def Leppard fan. Like uh, I would say, probably Guns N' Roses were yep. the band that kind of filled that place okay, for sure. me. You were always more Def Leppard. I was more Guns N' Roses. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I, I really, really liked them. I mean, I've got to say, uh, like when this record came out, mm-hmm. I. I think I saw some of its flaws at the time. I'm going to say that. Okay. Um, We'll talk about that a bit more later. So I wasn't like excited for it. By the time this came out, I was probably on my grunge tip, was waiting for. Sure. Well, we're kind of smashing. Kind of getting into the middle of it, kind of things. Right. But, But, you know, this was, you know, we'd sit and watch MTV and these videos would come on, you know? Um, Of course. So, you know, and they used to sit right in the middle of the Alice in Chains and the Pearl Jam videos yeah. and stuff like that, you know. It was very much the transitionary but do you time. think you would have heard this whole album at the time in 92? I used to, because I used to smoke weed around Darren's house. Of course right, I so did. Like you did. Yeah. I would have made Dave listen to this at some point. Yeah. Okay, because you were listening to it over and over. Oh, over. absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Whether right. I'd have made it all the way through the album before he left, I'm not sure, but, you know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. And so you were aware of it, definitely. Yeah. Not necessarily a big fan of the time yeah but you were a fan of previous leopard stuff yeah like, let's say the big hits you know pour some sugar on me mm-hmm. animal exactly i mean hits, i like that sound that like you know i i you know my my interest in rock music came from this sound it came from bands like europe and bon jovi okay and yep. the soft rock classics now mm-hmm. obviously i know your uh your indie roots fairly well so i'd sure. imagine you were all over this at the time oh, <laughs> I, I couldn't wait exactly yeah david <laughs> I had no clue about this at yeah. the time. I remember a couple of the singles, uh, but I was absolutely not interested. And I was I was pouring scorn on it. Pour some scorn on me. Pour some scorn I was absolutely going, me. well, this is fucking rubbish. But to be honest, I don't even remember in the late 80s. I don't remember the stuff coming out and me liking it then. Right. As you know, I have a... a big soft spot for a classic soft rock yeah. tune mm-hmm. and so I will happily admit that Pour Some Sugar Me is a great song to sing along it's good fun and those sort of things I'm, I definitely do like so I was hoping that on my first listen through this there would be something along those lines I'd be going ah oh, actually this is fair enough it's a good laugh but at the time 
absolutely, I thought it was risible. Alright. So look, Darren, okay. uh, Darren and me, have, as you've probably established, we've been mates for a long fucking time. We've yeah, been yeah, mates yeah. for 33 years. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So first day of high school, wasn't it, first really? Day the first day of high school. school we met. Right. Yeah. And yeah, and, uh, and you may remember Darren from uh, his erasure story on this yes. podcast. That was me. Yeah. That was erasure. Indeed. Yeah. But in terms of your music tastes, kind yep. of in general, Darren, what would you say the things? Well, you Well, I mean, into what I thought I'd do is if I, because obviously you, you, you're going through the years, I thought I'd just give you a quick rundown of the sort of what I was into around the time mm-hmm. of 1990 and 1991. Now, okay, sure. So if I'm looking back to sort of 1990, the um, there wasn't a lot. I'm actually looking through the list. Like, mm. no, it wasn't a classic year for me. Okay. Uh, but the albums that I've picked out that I own and and still listen to would be Black Crows, Shake Your Money Maker. Mm-hmm. Violated Depeche Mode, oh, yeah, yeah. Mother Love Bone, Apple, which is that I sort of picked up upon on the the, the second release of that. Uh-huh. Uh, Pantera, Cowboys from Hell, and Facelift, Alice in Chains, okay. Jane's Addiction, Ritual Delibitual. So, right, so, so definitely down that guitar rock, yeah. alt rock route. Absolutely, and you went through those albums. Mm. So I'm a fan of the podcast. I listen to it, and I, I very much agree with most of your comments on those. But mm-hmm. at the time, at the time, the albums that I did own and did buy during that year would be Mike Oldfield, Amarok, um, <laughs> uh, John Bon Jovi's Blaze of Glory. Oh, I remember okay. loving no, that. Fine, and fine, and yeah. still, there's a couple of good songs on that album. Yes. Uh, Queensryche Empire, it's totally mm. on the back of Silent Lucidity, which I'm sure a lot of people did. I loved that song when it came out. I went out and brought right. the album just on the back of that. Don't, couldn't tell you another song on that album, though. Okay, okay. Um, right. Then Madonna Immaculate Collection. I am a Madonna fan. Stunning. Nowhere near up to the level of, of our friend Dave over here. And Jean Michel Jarre's Waiting for Cousteau. Right. So they would have been the That's albums you were actually that I brought. Time. Yeah, yeah. Right. They were the okay. albums that listened well, to. There's definitely a, a big difference between those two. Like you Huge. Say. Yeah. Okay, so that's 1990s. When, and you would have been. 15, 14 at that point? Uh, I was born in 75. So. Oh, that's going to be 15 yeah, yeah, Right, yeah. so that's what you're looking at, 15. Okay, so then as you progress through 91, you're getting yeah. into more different stuff, are you? All of a sudden, because I think that was when we got cable TV as well, so MTV came into right, my life so, at this point. Right. When MTV came into my life, and all of a sudden I had this access to all of this music, largely a lot of the American music that came over, this is my musical awakening. I was just like, ah, really? okay. Really, game changer. Yeah, yeah, yeah this, is, this is where we are. And also around this time was when we went from Eurasia, mm-hmm. first live band, mm-hmm. to seeing my second gig, which was Metallica. So the again, same one that Dave was at. Same one that Dave was at, yeah, right. the one at Wembley Arena. So we, we took uh, Capri Suns with us. We did take Capri Suns with us, and both got horrendous metal neck the next day. <laughs> I remember just speaking to each other, just going, I can't move my head, I can't, yeah, I can't move my head. She moshed the whole way through, yeah. stood up on the stairs, in the stalls at Wembley Arena, just it's, moshing. Was absolutely going for it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mate, we, we, we would have looked for, for fucking beers. Oh, we had, we had bandanas on. Yeah, yeah. Both yeah. of us. Mine was, was an crazy. anthrax. Mine just had skulls on it. Yeah, it was, it was, it, as I say, so it's a musical way. But with so. a Capri Sun, just in case you get a little bit thirsty. Yeah, yeah, because you couldn't <laughs> take alcohol in with you, and we wouldn't have been served alcohol. Well, no. certainly not. not those and it didn't hours. occur to us to drink alcohol before we went, I think, at no. that time. Well, the bizarre. funniest thing about that was actually when we were in the queue, though, because the people in front of us, the guy in front of us had some chains taken off of him, then the guy in front of him was, was trying to smuggle some beers in to take care right. of him. Then we got there with our rucksacks, and he pulled out a couple of frozen Capri Suns, because <laughs> we'd frozen them, so <laughs> yeah, they were nice and cold. That's I remember we stand there going, uh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> and handed them back to us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you you can keep those, lad. So, yeah, so then moving into 1991, this is when everything started to change for me. So um, the, the list of albums from this from this year is a lot more comprehensive. So many mm. of which you've, you've even talked about and, and have come up before. So mm-hmm. R.E.M. Out of Time, yes. great album, Temple yes, of the yes, Dog, yes. Um, Metallica's Black Album, Pearl Jam 10, GNR, Use Illusion 1 and 2. Screamadelica, I was a big Primal yeah. Scream fan. I was a big, big Primal I, I mean, Scream fan. I talked fan. about that on my, my top Yeah, 10. yeah, really, really enjoyed that. Um, Bad Motor Finger, 
Soundgarden, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, yes. Acton Baby U2 and Spine of God. So very much oh, right, in okay. line with, with what you guys Absolutely. have been talking about and what's come up before. Infused about ourselves. Yeah. So that's where I am now. Going back, um, at the time, the, the big thing that came out that year, and again, it was it was a real opener for me, was um, Queen's Greatest Hit 2. Queen's Greatest oh, really? Hits 2, yeah, again, you don't do compilation things like that, but that was a massive album for me. Well, well I mean, that was, uh, just looking through uh, into, to, to put my notes together and seeing when things were number one yep. or whatever, that was number one for fucking weeks, yeah. that album. Yeah. It yeah. went on and on and on over Christmas. Uh-huh. It was huge. Yeah, it was massive. People it was really massive. It was, well, it was Freddie Mercury was dying, it was, well, died, and then you had the it, concert. Well, and it, it, was very much, it was very much Queen everywhere. And of course. So all of these things were kind of happening, but I mean, that album, I mean, I went from Queen's Greatest Hits 2 to Guns N' Roses' Usual Illusion to mm. Metallica Black Album in okay. probably the space of about six or seven months. You can see the progression there, yeah. though, for yeah. sure. And I never really sort of went back, really. That's, that's, been, that's been where I have and, and where I've been since, really. Cool, okay. Oh, I'm obviously Def Leppard, you know, through and through. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've never. We'll talk about where we are, where, where my relationship started and faltered somewhat at some point during their uh, during their, their, their yeah, album various. release. Yeah, various years. Yeah, anyway, sure. anyway. Okay, cool. Okay, so that's kind of a base level of what what you like. Yeah. So we'll, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see what the how that that transfers into liking this album Mm -hmm. 30 years later. And I'm also going to point out at this point that Darren swears more than nearly anyone I've ever met and he makes me swear more when I'm around him. So this may be be like the Rob Mulholland podcast. Oh, the the sweariest ever. Where we say a lot of swear words. I think this is confession time. I hate Def Leppard. I just love swearing. (laughs) I'm going to come on this podcast and just say cunt, 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 cunt. Is that right? It's (laughs) absolutely fine, mate. It's absolutely fine. Uh, Right, let's do a little bit of... Brief background on this album just before we get into it properly. Um, so this is the band's fifth studio album, uh, and it's the first one after Hysteria, which was in 1987. So it's yep. coming off the back of a huge album, huge yep. tour. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you are. say huge. Def Leppard were the biggest band in the world at one point because they broke America. I mean, they were they were selling out tours after well, tour it's, after it's, tour it's in America. From Sheffield. Hysteria was huge in every way, shape, or form. I think. Yeah. It, I think it still holds the record for the the record with the most overdubs on it. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's, I, mean, I can believe that. Honestly, like there are there are sounds on that records that are like all fucking forty eight tracks of that desk. Basically, right. I think there's. I think it's it's like you know they say uh, with Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, George Miller, the director, says there isn't a single frame of that of that movie that is in any way undoctored. Okay. Everything's been processed. Everything's been fucked with. That's basically the same for every single note on, on Hysteria. Uh, yeah, I think there's like right. tracks on there that are pretty much cut and paste together from about a million takes, and they've just basically put one in after the other. You know, right? Uh, you know, we we discussed mm. we discussed uh, when we did the Brian Adams uh, podcast. Obviously, the additional member of yes, uh, of Def Leppard, yeah. Mutt Lang. He was with Def Leppard pretty much from the start. Yeah, it was one of those kind of fifth, sixth member kind of things, really, where he was like, in terms of their sound and 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 how they evolved as a band. He was a key part of that. And any interview yeah. you ever read with them, they'll always reference the fact that Mutt Lang was a massive part of the band. Sure, but this was actually the last album he did with them. Mm-hmm. After this one, they used other producers or just did it themselves, as far mm-hmm. as I'm aware. Yeah, but, but yeah, you can tell when you listen to this, it sounds like. The other Def Leppard albums, those yeah, and big that, classics, and uh, um, yeah, that's and, a, and that Brian Adams record, yeah, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, this comes after Hysteria. Uh, the Pyromania was kind of their big break. Yeah, 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 that was their third album in 1983. But anticipation was high for this. Like Huge. I said, five yeah, years yeah, yeah. after their yeah. biggest album, and mm-hmm. like I say, biggest band in the world at this point, or at some point. So this is a big deal. 
also, this is the first album that they released after their guitarist Steve Clark yeah. died. Mm-hmm. Um, he died of an overdose in 1991. Mm-hmm. He, I think he'd already done some of the guitar parts, so they mm-hmm. were able to kind of patch those in or use yeah. bits. I think it was alcoholism, wasn't it? I don't know. I, don't, I think no it was alcoholism rather more so than sort of ODing on, on any kind of drugs. Well, I mean, it, I don't it, know. It, the bit I read said booze and drugs. Yeah, yeah, probably a combination of the yeah. two. But I think I know. I think alcohol was one of the main things that really dogged him for his life and that he had trouble with. Well, I mean, yes, if, you, if, you, if you really want the full story, then don't forget there is a fantastic movie called The Deaf Leopard Story. Oh, Hysteria for the Deaf uh, Leopard Story. Hysteria for the Deaf Leopard Story. Have you ever seen it? No. Of course not. Oh, no, you man, need to it's see wonderful. it. Uh, it's amazing. Is it a documentary? Or is it people no, playing no. It's like made for TV. It's, it's, ama- it's, it's, like, it's almost a like HBO thing. It's, yeah. it's hilarious. It's so badly done. Amazing. Okay. It's, 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 it's worse done. You know that Motley Crue thing? That was on Netflix. Oh fuck yeah! Worst. I mean, that's the Godfather compared to this. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean that as well. Just, just watch Jesus a few clips of it. Christ. After this, just watch a few clips. Okay. Of it. it's, it's on YouTube. Imagine the whole if thing. you were like, oh, we'll, we'll link to it in the description as well. Then. Yeah, we, we want to make a movie about the life story of uh, Def Leppard, but what we want to use is the same production values as Emmerdale Farm. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's okay. massively that's inaccurate like, oh, as well. There's loads of inaccuracies in it, which was like, oh, we'll just, we'll just, you know, expand this a little bit for TV, a and we'll just make up some shit, basically. I'm gonna say hysteria. Uh, originally was going to be a concept album about food poisoning it's going to be called Listeria, Listeria. yeah wonderful yeah genius yeah but uh, their the previous the big breakthrough album was going to be all about their favourite type of ballpoint pens by Romania by Romania wicked yeah, yeah. amazing thank there you there we go so should we just cut now and should we just, yeah, maybe we just get, maybe cut all of that out I think <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, Krista, uh, I, oh boy. Right, okay. Yeah. No, no, okay, now I'm going to start thinking about some stuff. Oh, don't bother, mate. It's fine. No, it's all no, right. I've mate. done it. I've covered that. You've brought it on to yourself. Uh, right, I think that's about it. Like, I mean, Hysteria, in terms of how big it was, it's 12 times platinum has sold 25 million copies around the world. Yeah. Right, so it's fucking massive. Yeah. Uh, Pyromanius was 10 times platinum. Big, big, big. So then they come back. 1992. Fucking yeah. adrenalize. Here we go. Yeah. The world is at their feet. Yep. Let's see how this holds up. He says portently. Well, we've got to do the cover and stuff first. Yeah, album cover. Oh, yeah, of course. It's an eyeball. Is yeah, it, yeah, it's an eyeball. Well, it's, it's, electricity going on as well. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, like I like... think that's adrenaline, isn't it? Isn't it an eyeball oh. that's been adrenalised? Oh, is that what it is? Oh, it's got to be, isn't it? Because, look, the pupil's oh. dilated. So oh, it's right. an excitable male or female. Mm. Uh, it's, their, it's their retina. No, it's their iris. And right. uh, it's full of what looks to be like lightning. Yeah. Plasma. Well, I mean, wow. It looks like one of those shit plasma balls that everyone was really impressed oh, yeah. with in the early 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. People, yeah. you know, people, you know, you'd see them in Thomas Dolby videos. Yeah, yeah, sure. When I look at it, the first thing that came to mind, energy drink. That's oh. when I looked at it, I was just thinking, and then I thought, adrenalise. Uh, mm. Yeah, that's true. Energy drink. And then I got really sucked into the whole energy drink analogy because... Def Leppard and energy, energy drinks have a very similar relation to... I know. I know they're no good for you. I know it's full of oh, shit. And I know I, sh- I know I shouldn't, yeah. but I can't help myself. And when I do, I don't regret it. I don't. I really don't. And I get something out of it and it gives me that kick and I'm like, yep. And, and, at, and at some job. point throughout our lifetime, they'll be banned from giving you cancer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly that. Exactly that. Right, it, it looks very much like a Def Leppard album cover. If you look at the other ones... Pyromania, yeah. etc. It looks, it fits in with. They've their got very distinctive kind of um, font as well. That whole, that the, whole the font works. Thing. I mean, that's the sort of thing. I think the font actually works. That is a very distinctive look yeah. though that they've got. Yeah. That's a brand. Yeah, definitely. A, yeah, I mean, but, definitely. Okay, yeah, but in terms of you know, how does it look now? It looks like 
it looks shit to me. It well, looks it, very, it, very poor. Well, no, it looked to me when I... I mean, what, the album cover as a whole? Yeah. Oh, God, it's awful. It looked shit at the time. Right. I thought... That, as soon as... When this came out, I thought this was a dog shit album cover. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I hated it. Right. Yeah, no, it, it looks cheaply dumb. It looks like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, someone's it's... done it on uh, the, the most basic paint program you could find. Well, it lo- I'll tell you what it looks like. It looks like a... It looks like it's six years out of date it looks mm. like a 1986 poster it certainly does. it's something from that lurid era of uh, you know kind of VHS video covers uh, from that kind of whole genre of you know being in a shop like Sittle in Luton you know like one of those shops uh, Athena okay that's kind of sells posters that are just slightly lurid and you know mm. it doesn't work I think it didn't work in context of the time and in retrospect it's just not a good enough example of that kind of thing. Right. No, it's, it's cack. Yeah, I mean, that's a quicker way of saying it. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. With that out of the way, shall we get into the music? I think so. If right. we must. So, track number one. Let's Get Rocked. Oh, and I remember this. I obviously remember this because how could you forget a song like this? Listen to this. Sounds like Dead Leopard. Sounds a bit underproduced to me. <laughs> I, I don't understand how they can release this with a straight face. No. 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 I'm just and an ordinary, every. And why is he singing in this American. Why has he affected this American accent? Oh, well, I get that, because they've been over there and they're looking for the American market. And, you know, if you're in rock, that's yeah. what you do. I get that. Bit. See, I, I disagree with the sounds like Def Leppard. I don't think this is a typical Def Leppard song. Oh, really? No. No, no, no I, I, think I don't. Just... I think that there is. I mean, I'll come on to some tracks later on that I mean, are. You could play me two bars of it and I'll tell you straight away that's a Def Leppard song. Yeah. That, I don't, I don't know. It sounded like a little bit of a departure. And I remember at the time, I think it was like a, an animated video to it, wasn't yes. it? Yes, yeah. Like that I, as well. I remember seeing it and I remember being disappointed. Oh, I mean, okay. This was the first release. This was like Hysteria, big fan. I heard this and I thought, oh. It's very poppy. I'm, it's very, very poppy. Yeah, oh, it I is see, very, okay. very poppy. Um, but I, I, not, I, do what, I, at the time, I wasn't a big fan. I remember going, oh, that's not quite what I wanted. You know, that's okay. not what I wanted to hear. And I felt that it did go down the more sort of poppy route rather than the rocky route. Well, right. I mean, the thing is, like, the whole concept, let's get rocked. Yeah. It's so fucking lame. Oh, it's, it's so cheesy, right? And, you know, you're out at the same time as bands like Motley Crue and Guns N' Roses, mm-hmm. who are bands that, assholes or not, I've got a sense of danger attached mm-hmm. to them. For sure. Right? You don't you don't hear let's get rocked and and think it's the same as night train. Okay, sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you know this is to me a little bit. This is like you know when all the kind of the gangster stuff started hitting and Hammer tried to come out with a new record. Uh, okay. So oh, yeah, you were yes. big. And you were the biggest thing in the world, but maybe things have changed a little bit right now. Well, I definitely think that they find themselves immediately out of date. Mm-hmm. You know because. Uh, they don't sound like they've moved on to enough from no. their 1987 stuff, but the world has absolutely right. done a, a 180 on this yeah. shit. Yeah, and but I think what they've done is, I think they have noticed that the world's changing. They've got okay, we've got to do something slightly different. They've zigged when they should have zagged. Well, you think they've gone more pop when they could maybe have tried to go a bit more? Yeah. When you dig into the things that like kind of Def Leppard and Joe Elliott and the songwriters are actually into. They've got some fairly credible influences. Mm-hmm. They're all massive Bowie fans. They're oh, massive, okay. yeah. massive kind of Mott the Hoople fans. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and they're really into some really good stuff, right? But they've 
they, obviously they archetyped this kind of 80s thing which kind of turned into this entire cartoon show mm. and I think what they've done here rather than going into something they're actually into they've doubled down on dumb right uh, taking it to a, a kind of a slightly you know I mean it's it, there's no danger. Look at these, some of these fucking lyrics, oh, man. man. The lyrics of this are well, astonishing. Well, we're talking about Def Leppard lyrics. We'll be talking a lot about Def Leppard lyrics right, sure, when we're going yes. through this album. Yes. So, yeah, let, let's have a little, little... He said, mow the lawn. Who, me? Walk the dog. Not my style, man. Take out the trash. No way. Tidy your room. Come on, get real. Mate, you're 40 fucking five at this point, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, and, and that is... That is what your dad thinks teenagers yeah. talk like. Yeah. yeah. Mate, it's like, it's like Bart Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> I did crease up at most of the lyrics on most of these songs that made me laugh but mm. the one that got me out of this was the bit where he talked about um, I'm sick and tired or, or sick and tired of dancing with this broom in his room <laughs> I've just got this picture of Joe Elliott dancing with his broom around his room but we've got to remember about Def Leppard is they are self-admittedly and Joe Elliott will say it, they're an escapism band you know if you're looking okay. for yeah, a deep and meaningful kind of uh, reflection on current effect. Don't go knocking on Def Leppard's door. Do you know what Fair I mean? Fair enough. If no. you're getting ready to go out for the night and you want to you know, have a couple of JDs and a couple of liveners before you go out and you want to put some music on, mm. put on a bit of Def Leppard. Do you okay. know, and, that's, and that's very much my kind of how I view them as well. It, it, they are, in, yeah, 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 if you want to get rocked, and now, that's exactly what they <laughs> do. If, I, if I'm getting ready to go out and I listen to Def Leppard, the thought that's going to go in my head is what if I run into Def Leppard and I'm going to stay home? <laughs> And what's right? She's dialing through my radio, and I'm ready to make my move. But what she got ain't rock and roll, and it really blew, blew oh, yeah. my groove. And then it, comes yeah. in it was with Chopin, the, uh... Mozart, Beethoven. It makes me want to scream. Bach, Tchaikovsky, violins. Turn it off. That ain't my scene. Yeah. It's genius. The, I've written down for this. He's lost his boner because she played him some classical music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly. basically yeah. what he's saying. Exactly. There, yeah. He's wanted to get some rude head. <laughs> he got <laughs> back. He put all that work in. He put all the time and effort in, and then she put on some Chopin. <laughs> and this is the thing, right? We're we're halfway through the first song mm -hmm. right and we get to possibly the nadir of modern mock music one line oh. and it's like and it's like I suppose it rocks out of the question. Are you fucking insane? Yeah, right? I remember hearing that six. And I was a cheesy dickhead. Right? I didn't. I had no sense of cool at all. Okay. But I heard that line and I went, "I know there's something wrong with this." And I like, recoiled sure. from that like a fucking salted snail. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And I think that's where my level of disappointment came from. Yeah, I think it, really? again, you, you can't avoid it in this song. I mean, it's so slap bang in your face. Oh yeah. You know, this is this is cheesy pop crap. Here you go. And 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 you knew that anyone. That could take that. The were because the, the the thing about hanging about with, with like in a rock scene, right? Mm -hmm. I've I've always loved being. Rock was where I found my tribe, right? Mm -hmm. But you always have to deal with a certain level of moron, mm -hmm. don't you? Sure. There is always there are always people that see things at very very face value. And the one thing you could always know, if someone liked this song at face value and thought the line, I suppose, a rocks out of the question is funny, they were a cunt and they needed to die. And they still play this one live. This is still, I think every time I've seen them live, they this is this is one of their, their sets, sort of stalwarts. Oh, I mean, I it was, it's going to be not. there and it's going to be something that, they used to start the, the set with it. You know, right. It used to be an opener, especially on, on the Adrenalized tour. And, and this is the problem and I, I have with Def Leppard. I think that they're not suitably embarrassed enough by this song. thing is, is that I'm going to... The Black Album by Metallica. Sure. Enter Sandman. Right. What 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 image do you have? What comes to your mind? Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman. I mean, to be uh, mostly bits of the video of you know dark, yep. uh, brooding, yep. 
big riffs. Yep, Dave. What's the first thing that comes to your head? Like, well, I mean, I mean, like well, just visual image wise. Yeah, just kind of yeah. I, what I does see, that song I, mean to I, you? I see that. I see that video. I see the kind of the flashing images I, that lay me down yeah. to sleep and all that kind of see, stuff. See, I don't. I don't. When I every time I hear Enter Sandman, what I think of is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Ennio Morricone music. Oh right, though. Lights go down. Mm. Intro to Enter Sandman comes on. Stage mm. fucking top starts rising up. Bang! They're on stage. Mm-hmm. I, I still have always and still now when I listen to music I listen to, I always think about it as a live interpretation oh, right, okay. so it was quite interesting to sit down and listen to an album like and, and going through the lyrics for this because a lot of the stuff I listened to I was a massive Metallica fan still am a huge Metallica fan I don't listen to the albums and never listen to the albums that much I always right. just listen to live live stuff bootlegs um, if I talk about Nirvana my favourite Nirvana stuff is the, the live album and mm-hmm. the, the, unplugged, and the unplugged much yeah. more so than, than Nevermind and things like that so mm-hmm. Um, I always do think about music in a live context and that's what I think one of the things that I love about Def Leppard is that I think when they when they do that this sort of stuff live all of that stuff we just talked about goes out the window for me Fair completely enough. goes out the window Fair and I, I, I totally just think oh this is awesome I'm having a it's, great it's time fun. I'm singing I suppose a rock's out of the question yes well, wait, we, we saw him at Download when was that last year year before I didn't go last time oh right did you not see it nah I didn't go because I've never seen him before uh, they headlined, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've headlined yeah. twice, yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, I've, I mean, I've, no, I think they've headlined three times. Three times. Yeah, I, I, I have I, done three and times. I, and yeah, I yeah. went along the first time, uh-huh. and I enjoyed what I enjoyed, and I couldn't enjoy it after a point. Okay. I, I had a really, really good time, but uh, unfortunately, I don't have that thing. No. I, I, I do see the cracks. In yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And absolutely. It, it just and I totally me. appreciate that. Yeah. And then so I, I think I watched half of the second one, had less of a good time, and I was like, I'm not going to fucking see this. A third I see. Time. Right. Okay, well, I, I had never seen him, so I was like, I have to. Yeah. You know, I've got to do it once at least. And I remember in the ones I knew, in the big singles, I had a great time. Yeah. And during this one, I was like, I was waiting for that stupid line so yeah. you could shout it at the top of your voice. But when it got to the ones that I didn't know, I was like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. so fast on no, this. No. But you're right, as a live act, yeah. it was great fun. And mm. everyone who was a Leopard fan, a bigger Leopard fan than I am, was having the best time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I Absolutely. get that for sure. Yeah. And that, yeah. that's that's been that's to say that's my relationship with Def Leppard certainly now. Right. Anyway, but yeah, they're taking as as it's like a focus point where we're going. Check this out. Listen to this. Yeah. What are they doing? This is absolutely dreadful. This is a dog shit song with dog shit lyrics. Yeah. Uh, no, this, yeah. is a, this is a fucking terrible song. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it got to number two as we saw in last week's show. It got to number two in the charts. So it was kind of a big comeback for them. But I guess. More people might have been the same as you, Darren, where they're going. Yeah, I mean, I'm I didn't know enough, and then go. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't. You know, I didn't have an, a, a big circle of friends that were into it at the time, and obviously there was no social media and things like that. So I don't know what the, the reaction was when it came out, but yeah. that was definitely mine. Was one of quite bitter disappointment, That's really, and thinking, yeah, this isn't what I wanted. This isn't pyromania. No, this I, isn't I, hysteria. I think... This is. This isn't something that I expected or wanted. Right. I think this was almost a crystallising thing for me that was like, oh yeah, this is this isn't the thing that I'm into. This is yeah. this is the thing that maybe I was into, but yeah. now I see that there's this other thing that's a lot more serious and there's loads more flannel involved. Lots of flannel, mm. lots of flannel mm. shirts. These guys are talking about. These guys are telling it how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These right. guys, are, they're, they're not. Oh no. Well, look, we're spending far too long on this. Let's crack on with track yeah. number two, which is called Heaven Is. Right. Sounds like a cult. Yeah, yeah, I'll get that, yeah. Sounds like Death Leopards. Yep, absolutely. (laughs) First note on this, 
could be any one of a hundred other Death Leopard songs. Yeah, right. Yeah, so this, this is this when he said "Let's Get Rock" sounded like Death. No, this sounds like yeah. Death. It's just that it's that very kind of straightforward kind of like rock and roll four bar blues kind of. Okay. Well, I know. Out. Yeah, I was going to say it's, it, 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 there's, 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 on one of the other songs, I, I, I make a point about uh, time signatures, and uh, it's a little bit unfair, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. And what he works with is some kind of complicated system of pulleys and levers. Right. <laughs> this is the thing. Right? When he carried on being the drummer, sure. I heard a lot of people going, oh, isn't it amazing that he can still play the drums with one arm? Mm -hmm. And I went, mm, he, he can play the songs of Death Leopard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I mean, I'm he could have probably done it if he'd lost both of his legs as well. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is this was the fourth single. Yeah. Like, we haven't even mentioned this. There's ten tracks in this album. Yeah. Seven of them were singles mm -hmm. in one way or another. Some of them in different territories. But there were seven of these songs chosen to be singles. Yeah. yeah. This is the fourth one. It got to number 13 in the UK. So it's still you know, a decent place yeah, for a yeah. band. But this is dull as fuck, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. this sounds like uh, an outtake for that Brian Adams album. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I think yeah. this, this really just... If, you, if you'd have played me this song and it had been on the Brian Adams album, I'd have probably gone, he sounds a bit like Joe Elliott there. But, sure. I, could, but I wouldn't have asked too many questions. It's no. also very poppy, because we've had the first poppy single or the first poppy tune, and then when you listen to this, I think this is, again, a very poppy song. Really? Yeah, compared to... Yeah, I think compared to some of the other sort of... Just just in terms of... Especially the, um, the, the chorus to it and things like that. To me, mm. it's just... It's got some very poppy tropes to it um, so so when I remember listening to this album we're on track two now didn't really get on with the first track mm -hmm. I sort of knew that track anyway so right what's the rest of the album like and the second track is Heaven Is yes I'm sitting here now and I'm just like oh dear my shoulders have dropped oh no I'm, I'm, really? looking, I'm looking towards the ground and I'm going Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe they've maybe they've bollocks this one right up. Oh, but God. anyway, we're only on track two, and there's oh, another see, eight tracks to go. You at this point, I'm now. This, didn't this bring is it a back, this is it? a four out of ten album for me at the minute. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Hyster okay. the, the hysteria and pyromanias would be nines and tens. Do you know what I mean? Right, absolute, you're off the absolute, This is now a, a dramatic drop in, uh, in in quality as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, okay. I, I've got nothing really to say about this song. Yeah. It's just it's 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 just a fucking. It's a song about a fit bird, isn't it? Basically, it is, that's yeah. it. It's a song about yeah, some it, some fit. Bird, that's well, you it. say that, but then you know it, they're saying like heaven is heaven is this this woman, yeah. But the way Joe Elliott's describing her, I don't think that his idea of a hot woman gels with my own. Uh -huh. Is he saying um, bombshell blonde, red lipstick on, aquiline fine? She's a real wild one. God, yeah, that sounds exactly like the sort of person that you banged in 1985. Yeah, yeah. This does not sound to me in 1992. Anything I want to have of anything. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. no I think, but from Joe, his perspective. That is yours. You have yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this one. You have all of them, in fact. I think mm -hmm. you did have a lot. But that's not for me. I'm no. not. You're not bringing me in on this one. No. Which I mean, she's good because, like, I mean, you're not for them. Well, that's very true. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah, yeah. None of the people he's describing what a, what, would what be a, interested in me. What a, what a happy set of circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it nice that everything worked out in the end? <laughs> But I, I have uh, the, the one bit I've got on this is like there is a bit of a catch at the start that that yeah. guitar thing, but the rest I've just put is generic muck. Yeah, it's, it's muck. Yeah, <laughs> generic yeah. muck. That's exactly what what right. single is this? The fourth single. Did the fourth you say? single. The fourth single. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't care. Let's listen no. to track three. Yeah. No, track three. You say. Oh, oh, oh. Here we go. It's called "Make Love Like a Man." <laughs> we may here be here for some time. 
That's what he is. <laughs> now put yourself in my position when I play this album. So we're on track three now. Okay. Hope is dwindling. <laughs> <laughs> what feeling you weren't going, but, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, thank, make love like a what? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is... Now, thi- this for me was always, when I when I saw them, when I went to see them live, this was the piss song. Oh, really? This one, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I actively disliked this song. Okay. Actively. At the time. Okay? At oh, the time. No. What I think we really do need to do here, and we, we have to do this, is I've picked out some highlights please, from the lyrics. Give us some of the lyrics. From the lyrics of this song. If anyone hasn't heard this song, please do go and listen to the whole thing. Oh, yeah. It's an incredible thing. Yeah. Um, but, but listen to it with the lyrics. Do you know what I mean? Do listen oh, yeah, to no, exactly what he's singing about. This was the single as well. This was the follow-up single to Let's yeah. Get Rock. And it got to number 12. So again, and, still, uh, and still a massive part of their live set. Okay. A, lot of, a, lot, a lot of the uh, oh, gigs man. they play. Right. Bring it on, please, right. So, So some of the ones that I've picked up. Um, so come on, all your girls around the world looking for a guy... Who's a real go-getter? A go-getter. So nice. yeah, so like, nice. I, I don't do dating apps and things like that. But when you're typing in from a female <laughs> perspective, what sort of attributes do you want? Right. I'm not sure that go-getter would be one of the ones at the top. Anyway, well, no, but if you know, I would say that if someone is looking for a, a, a go-getter, they're probably seeking for someone that's making rapid progress through corporate employment. Probably not Joe Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real go-getter. What's he gone and got drunk? Yeah, okay, yeah. wonderful. Terrible hair. Then yeah, they yeah. crack into. Every guy, every guy, yeah. gra- every guy. grab a girl. So just, just, just go and grab one. Sure. Yeah. Love her like a man. Make her feel a whole lot better. So this woman, this poor female, isn't feeling that great. Mm. Then some big sweaty bloke comes up to her, grabs her, and starts oh, making her feel a lot better. <laughs> okay, cool. Good, good advice. I think advice. I, I, I want to be clear here. Yeah. Uh, if anyone's listening to this, these aren't things we're saying because what we've just described is an assault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. So then we come kind to everybody. You want it. I'm the one. I got it. I'm Mr. Fun. Mr. Mr. Fun. I love that bit. Hello, Mr. Fun. That was incredible. You need it. I'm Captain Cool. (laughs) Captain Cool. (laughs) I'm Captain Cool. Yeah. (laughs) Look, man. Has anyone who has genuinely... Bear in mind, right, at some point in his life, on the scale of cool, right, within his framework, Joe Elliott must have been considered cool, right? Right? But no one ever says I'm Captain Cool. No. Oh, that's like saying your team says, "Yeah, I, I get it, Christy. You think you're Captain Cool, yeah. but uh, actually, this is math. So you've got a detention, buddy. I get it. You think you're Captain Cool. Oh, I think you're Mr. Fun, don't you? Mr. Right? Fun. Fuck me, Mr. Fun. That sounds Fuck like me. The, the name that someone would give a serial killer. <laughs> Oh no, Mr. Fun struck again. Oh, it's a character from a Rob Zombie movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Any cool. more, Darren? Oh, oh, oh yeah, there's loads more. Well, but another thing, another bit that sticks out is you want it? Yeah, baby. I got it. Why not? You need it. Ooh. Come get it. Oh come on. There we go. Oh no, I I was at some point just going, please stop saying these words. I couldn't believe what I was listening to. It's excruciating to read Make the lyrics right. of this song. Every day, Absolutely. every night, take her little heart till it beats like a hammer. Do it good, do it right. Crazy little girl, gonna stutter and stammer. That just sounds like you're abusing someone with learning difficulties. Absolutely, yeah. It's wrong. It's wrong. Terrible. It's wrong. Don't call me Gigolo. Don't call me Casanova. Just call me on the phone, baby, come on over. Oh, just, that's shit. Genius. And the bits at the end, the very end where he goes, I'm a man. Yeah. And then the and very he was, saying, last he was just pulling somebody else up on stammering stammering earlier. Yeah, well, he's, he's probably fucked himself hard enough. Someone's made love to him like, like a man. man. Mm. But the very last bit as well, where just on the fade out, he goes, That's a fade. 
That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I know. Uh, I'm Joe Elliot and I endorse this message. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's a fact. But that was Take always that to the bank. When I heard this, I was oh, I hated it. Always, always hated it. Mm-hmm. And, and still to this day, I mean, we they, I went to see them at the O2. They, they didn't actually play this one at the O2. But whenever I have seen this, as I say, it was like, oh, fuck's oh, sake, they're playing Make Love Like a Man. I'm going for a piss because I can forgive a lot. As I say, I know it's the energy sure? drink. I know it's shit. I know it's like this for me was just a step too far. Really? Just, yeah. I mean, it's I was it was just. I don't know, it was kind of stepping into so still panther territory, do you know what I mean? The but who, who in Pour Some Sugar on Me go, do you like sugar one lump or two? <laughs> that, that, you're fine That's with that? Fine. Absolutely I'm fine with that, yeah. And absolutely. All nonsense. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I'm hands aloft one lump or two when <laughs> yeah. that comes in, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Smiling, loving it, and yeah, but this, nah. You literally no. just put your hands up in the air like that, you look like you were jacking two dicks up into your own face. <laughs> <laughs> one lump or two, <laughs> Two please. Well, this, to me, this is one of a couple of song titles on this album mm-hmm. that I just looked at and went, that sounds like some sort of uh, pickup artist manifesto. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a pamphlet on how to get women against their wills. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so for, for my sins, I looked up a couple of other uh, popular pickup artist books okay. online to see if it fitted in with that, which is going to fuck my Amazon recommendations. But <sighs> it's, it's, some of the some also other ones I, I thought, these some of these probably could be Def Leppard song titles if you wanted them to be. Um, the Professional Bachelor, How to Exploit Her Inner Psycho. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Sperm Wars, colon, Infidelity, Sexual Conflict and Other Bedroom Battles. And then day bang, how to casually pick up girls during the day. <laughs> day bang, day bang. I can absolutely that, see. That, that's Def a Def Leppard song. song. Day, day bang, bang. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Fighter of the day bang. Oh, oh God. Wow. Uh, I have no idea right. how this song was allowed to happen. I don't. No, care. no, and it's it, it's an absolute travesty. But oh come on, oh, no, oh, no, there's no but no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry, but when I was going through this album, <laughs> yeah. I started scoring the, the, the songs. Okay? okay, so let's get rocked is a five out of ten. Okay, generous, five out of ten, generous. generous. Heaven is is generous. a four out of ten. Uh-huh. I put Make Love Down Like a Man as a three out of ten. Okay, but I've spent the last week listening to this album. <laughs> yeah. I've given it an eight. No way! <laughs> what from? Because of some sort of Stockholm syndrome. Because it stuck in my head, and I kept. <laughs> all I've done is sing. Don't call me Jesus alone. Don't call me oh, guys, all Jesus fucking week. Well, and I've then, been and because I've been doing it this morning. I've been doing. It, I've been whistling. Really? It, I've been yeah. walking around. It's been in my head, and oh, then I've started listening to it. Can you get to like two oh eight on the yeah, yeah. two oh eight when it when it kind of steps up a gear? So we get to about two oh eight. You're not making a musical defence. Right, hold on, here we go. Oh, I see. What well, this this kind of Kids are rock and roll. I'm all in. I'm all in. That's it. Mate, that's, it's got me. That's, that's I fucking like, love that's this. That sounds like the look by Roxette. I fucking love this. That sounds like Roxette. Oh my that's god. That's fucking brilliant. I love that bit. Amazing. And then you've got the guitar you solo that comes in, and I'm loving this. Earlier. That's that's quite a queen little vocal there, isn't it? But I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm great. Wow. I'm great. I mean, it's yeah. That See, first two minutes right about it, but yeah. And I, I do genuinely like this song now. I know it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, I don't know. It's think, amazing. Uh, so, are you saying the next time you go and see them live and they play this? And then I am not going for a piss. Wow. No, no. I'm gonna, wow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move forward a little bit. <laughs> that's, that's basically what's gonna happen. Well, you know, you, and he's, and he's, you've got Joe Elliott going, give me a little bit of rock and roll. Uh-huh. I do think he's probably got enough rock and roll and he doesn't need any more. I'd say, I mean, if Elliot. anything, he's got an excess of it. Yeah, mm. absolutely. I'd, I'd say, I'd say there's probably, it's probably created some problems in his yeah. life. But yeah. whereas, normally, you know, usually I would have, well, typically I would have walked the other way on this one. Right. If he come up to me and wanted a little bit of rock and roll and I had some spare, 
I, w- I would share you, some yeah. with him, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd give him half of what I had. Right, I, I, I'm going to say at this point, Darren, you're on a slippery Jesus. slide um, and try not to grab a girl and <laughs> make love to her like but a I'm man. a real go-getter, Dave. I know. I know, but I'm really good friends with your wife and I think she'd object. Oh, no. That's probably true. This is... This is... Oh, so that's an 8 out of 10 this. for me. I that is, I was, I'm disappointed. I'm that is, I'm that really has good. gone on my Def Leppard Faves playlist. Oh, oh, really? Which I could not believe. I, I can't even believe I'm saying it, but no? I just... I'm all in and I love it. I, oh, think, it's, I think it's great. Right, okay. Well, Have you seen the video for this recently at all? Uh, no. They look up. They obviously don't. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's them it, just on a sign stage playing live. Rolled up leather jackets, tassels all down them, uh, wristbands all over the place. Yeah. It, it's terrible. Yeah. But it does look, and I can't work out, I can't get a, a decent enough look at the a freeze frame. I think that Rick Allen, the drummer, under his jacket, yeah. is wearing a t shirt that says Necrophile on it. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. And I don't quite understand how that fits oh, in with the rest it, of the imagery. Necrofiend, possibly? It could be, because I can't quite see it all the no, way through, but it looks like. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'll have a look out at that. All right. Cool. I know some people will see that as offensive. Mm. I just think it's a bit of harmless fun. Oh, <laughs> dear. Oh, no. There it is. Dave, man. There it is. Seriously. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Def Leppard, one Def Leppard, like a lot of bands, not exclusively. Yeah, Def Leppard have put up with a lot of adversity. In their yeah, life. Yeah. They really have. I mean, they lost. They lost Steve Clark. Okay, yeah. it was a massive part of the game. I mean, more recently, I think Vivian Campbell, their replacements, had some cancer problems, and and obviously, famously, they called themselves fucking Def Leppard. Yeah. But we haven't talked about that yet. What a no. fucking ridiculous that name! Is, that is a terrible thing. Jesus Christ! Tell you, um, at my work, uh, we had a CV in a couple of months back. We were looking for bar staff. We had a CV in. From a guy uh, whose surname was Leopard, L-E-P-P-A-R-D, exactly oh, wow. the same, right? And I couldn't believe that his parents hadn't called him Jeff. <laughs> Why would you not take that opportunity? I couldn't believe that it was a missed opportunity. That Jeff, Jeff Leopard, Jeff Leopard, incredible. Pete Loaf. Okay, right, let's take a, a, a few minutes out now from listening to Adrenalise and have a quick listen to the albums. That right, you I'll do out. the album top ten for this week. So uh, the the week we're talking about is the 5th of April, 1992, and this was only one week at number one, so we, you know, there's not a lot, to be honest, there's not a lot in the top ten that we haven't already mm-hmm. looked at. Yeah. Uh, number ten, and this is fucking, I have no idea who this is, a guy called Joseph Locke, the best of. Hear my song. Never heard, never heard of it nope. in my life. Um, and then these ones, we've, we've seen these in previous charts. Number nine is Lisa Stansfield's Real Love. Um, obviously, Darren, you're new. If there's, if there's anything you want to add to any of this, please chime in. Absolutely. Any, any, uh, any feelings on uh, Lisa Stansfield? None at all, no. no. Number eight, Simply Red Stars. Uh, number seven, Tears for Fears, Best Of. Six, Bruce Springsteen's Lucky Town. And number five, Bruce Springsteen's Human Touch, uh-huh. which we've already dealt with. Uh, the only new entry, number four, your favourite band, I do believe, Dave. Oh, yeah. The Beautiful South with 0898. Oh, wow. fucking made me sick. <laughs> and they make me sick. The Beautiful South. What the fuck is wrong with the Beautiful South? They're not my favourite band. They're my mm. second favourite band after after anything to do with Damon Albarn. Yeah. But fucking Paul Heaton, what a smug-faced cunt. <laughs> 
I have wow. nothing against Paul Eaton uh, in general. I, I, I have his voice. Right, okay. His voice and the things he says with it. Well, aren't you just <laughs> lucky we didn't have to do this? It was never number one, this album. Was it not? No, I, mean, it I, went, bet, it, I bet we've got about another three to do throughout this. Oh, I bet, yeah, Isn't their best off, though? One of the biggest ever selling like, albums Carry ever. The charts, like, yeah. But yeah, 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 but yeah. You know why that is, though? Because mm. people are fucking idiots. <laughs> Uh, well, that was number four. Number three is Madness, Divine Madness, best of. And number two is Right Said Fred's Up, which still hasn't got to number one yet. But but maybe it's on its way. Per- perilously close. Perineumly close. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's, there's your top ten. Not a great That's person. an atrocious top oh, ten, awful. isn't it? That's yeah, absolute really fucking well, gash. Really really like, do you know what I was about to ask? Uh-huh. I was about to say, what was number one? <laughs> what a fucking moron I am. That, that break we've taken has addled my brain. That's true, yeah, the hiatus. Uh, okay, so other stuff that was released uh, or charted in this week. Uh-huh. There's some, I mean, there was quite a few bits, but there's a lot of dog shit as well. Another one that was out, uh, no, no, got to number 27, was Spiritualized Laser Guided Melodies. Awesome. Oh, I fucking love that album. Do I'm a big Spiritualized fan. Yeah, got yeah. into them Got into them at Ladies and Gentlemen. Right, We're sure. floating in space, as a lot of other people did, and then went and backfilled uh, the thing. So, yeah, I mean... Um, yeah, no, that is a lovely, lovely album. Brilliant. Do you know what the thing is? Love I, I love Ladies and Gentlemen, mm. love Ladies and Gentlemen, but I never went back and listened to the back catalogue. Okay. So that's, that's something I should be listening to. I, mean, it? it's, it's, I think it's different to <clears throat> Ladies and Gentlemen. Uh, I think it's you, you. It's not yeah. like it's not the same band or anything, mm. but it's not necessarily. If you like, ladies and gentlemen, you will like that. It's not necessarily that. If you like the it's... kind of more psychedelic, druggier kind of sound to it, then mm. I mean that's sort of the first two albums, Laser Guide Melodies and Electric Mainline. They're oh, fucking brilliant. I love well, them. I, mean, I, I, I was a big, big I, fan I love of them. All the kind of the layered, kind of floaty nature of. I'm f- right. floating in space. Sure, uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah, well, I really like. It's definitely worth a listen then. But yeah, yeah you get something out of it yeah. for sure. Yeah, and their their live album that they've got, the live at the Albert Hall album, double album, is just brilliant. When that oh, yeah. came out, again, me thinking about it in a very much a live perspective. But of all the, the spiritualized albums, that's that's if I want to listen to spiritualized. I see. Live album. For that it's incredible. Yeah. Cool. Well, fair enough. Um, got to number fifty-one this week. Uh-huh. Spinal taps break like the wind. <laughs> I mean, isn't that? Go on the tap. <laughs> Isn't no, that that, that's 51 and this is Dev Lever's number one yeah Brett like the Wind I've got Brett like the Wind somewhere well so is it outside man I mean jeez oh, yeah, yeah, we should, we should point out at this point actually I'll probably say something in the intro of this but oh, yeah. uh, we are recording this to the backdrop of a Hurricane Chiara uh, set up to 75 mile an hour winds yeah. and yeah. we live on the top of a hill I say we like we're yeah, not, not three of us here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, don't, we don't live together in some kind of weird commune yeah. although, although I'd be up for it yeah, that's right. um, but yeah no so we live on the top of a hill next to the sea so that's not yeah. ideal really but yeah Break Like the Wind is a lot of fun you know, the Majesty of Rock is a brilliant the Majesty thing. of Rock is a wonderful yeah. song. The Mystery of Rock. Exactly. <laughs> the the Dawning of the Sock. The Dawning of the Sock. <laughs> the Scoring of the Goal. <laughs> Love the tap. Uh, and the, the other one didn't chart in the UK but was released this week was Das FX Dead Serious. Dead Serious is a fucking Don't know. great. They were they were a breath of fresh air because they were a new kind of style as well when they came and, out. And uh, that new Eminem album that came out last mm-hmm. week, the, like the if obviously oh. been old school hip hop track, the the standout track on that is the is the kind of the posse cut with Black Thought and and yeah. that and that starts with Royce to Five Nine doing a boom stickity boom stickity bop bop the rubber not rubber dub dub. Indeed, well yeah, if anyone maybe not. Yeah, hugely into hip hop, but if you've heard that sort of style, yeah. Das Effects were the first one to. Yeah, yeah, Das Effects. They they came out with that. They they, they were the, the ones tripping the tongue. Yeah, obviously, uh, like the first time a lot of people would have heard Das Effects was uh, when Ice Cube brought them out for Check Yourself. Oh, of course, yeah. Check it to Check Yourself well, before you wreck yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. That so that was wow. the the other big album that I saw this week. 
a couple of nice bits coming through. A few bits there, yeah, 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 a few bits there. Better than the top ten, anyway. Slight correction: the um, second spiritualized album is called Pure Phase. Electric Mainline is one of the tunes off it. Just to say, oh, people writing in and correcting me later oh, on. That yeah. was all, yeah. Fine, good one. Okay. Yeah, we'd have had uh, upwards of no emails. Oh, exactly that. Yeah. I know, yeah. of yeah, course. True. Okay, well that's all we got. So shall we go back into uh, Adrenalize? I guess. <laughs> Okay, right, so let's get back into the album. Sure, uh, actually, yep. before we do that, we had an email in from uh, one of our listeners, Dave Roddy. Hello, Dave. Hey, Hope Dave, you're well. Yeah. I loved Pyromania and Hysteria. Bought Let's Get Rocked, saw the video, very money for nothing. Bought Adrenalise the week it came out. Really liked it at the time. Bought a couple of the next singles and the retroactive album that was B-Sides and shit that came out the next year mm. and then nothing after that I've just spotified it on the way home and get a walk finish up the rest when I'll take the dog out for a walk fuck me when does Brian finish and Lep start or vice versa more or less the same sound production and very poor lyrics hoped it would remind me of great times with my first girlfriend I do hope I never recited any of those lyrics to her <laughs> <laughs> make love like a man <laughs> anyway she's a doctor now and I work in a warehouse winning is that some pretty shit which has made me a bit sad keep up the good work <laughs> good man Dave now, I feel like what we've done is we've, we've set upon a path where we've got, just ruined a bit of his memories sorry of, about that <laughs> yep. sorry Dave mate yeah. so, like, I, feel, I feel like we've, we've ruined something you cherished and <laughs> But yeah, to be fair, it's better to know the truth, isn't it, sometimes? Right, right. As opposed to Darren, who listened to it and went, I really like Make Love Like a Man yeah, now. You're fucking brilliant. Fucking wrong. You're a mentalist. Right, track number four is called Tonight. Hit it. A bit of a Queen intro. Boy band intro, boy man. Band. That's yes. boy band intro all the way. No, that was that's reminded me of uh, a like, kind of Queen era Flash. It's got that kind well, of vocal okay. layer, and it does sound a bit Queen to me. Now, this intro really reminds me of something. Is it I don't every know what other it power is. ballad it, you've ever heard? It's pretty much, yeah. Well, I, I had Brian Adams' Run To You, a little bit of that. Um, I, I heart, couldn't no, place it. A bit of heart to these dreams. No, no, this Maybe. wants to be Led Zeppelin. This, wants, this, could, almost oh, be, right. this could almost be Stairway. It might be Stairway. stairway. Yeah, it might stairway. be Stairway, yeah. yeah that might be it. Yeah, I sure. hadn't picked up. There was something I was listening to. And what does this remind me of? I think you're right, man. I think it is Stairway, yeah. That's where they're on. Yeah, they're absolutely, trying to yeah. Nice this was the, the fifth single as well. This one goes to number 34. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, so it was the first ballad that we've yeah, had yeah, on the album. Yeah. Look at that guitar part there, right? Uh-huh. I'm not going to fucking lie, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So far, this is, I, I'm enjoying this more than I've enjoyed any yeah, of yeah, yeah. 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 this. Uh, this song for me, it's got all kinds of great 80s soundtrack charm. Okay, sure. This is like a montage song. Yeah. For me. Absolutely, yeah. This yeah. is, you know, this is, this is a cheesy track, no doubt. Oh right? God. Right? Sure. But not in the bad way right I like this one yeah I, yeah, I, I actually I, I've got my notes because I, I don't mind this one I think this yeah. is this this hits the right boxes for me yeah it is obviously overwrought and ridiculous and all those things and I to be honest I could do without the layered vocals in the chorus it goes too far but I'm a sucker for a power ballad sometimes yeah yeah and absolutely this, this and when okay. I was when I was listening to the album this was the first one I remember listening to this going oh hang on maybe we're not totally this isn't a total lost cause right. I like this I'm, I'm straight in gotcha. you know as you say it's a cheesy tune it's very mm. much brings a picture of mind of like you know you're loner with a backpack walking out onto a rainy street us <laughs> leaving the bar and walking down the street you know it's that kind of that kind of sort of cheesy kind of yeah, yeah, okay. you know kind of not really break up song as much but 
yeah, it's just that kind of yes. Yeah, I'm just thinking of a loner, just on his yeah, own. Like, yeah, I mean, just, it, it, I would imagine, right? I haven't seen the video for this. If there oh, is a awful. video, it's right? terrible. I would imagine that instead of wearing his his uh, leather trousers and like kind of like sleeveless t-shirt, that if he's in the video for this, he's got sunglasses on and a raincoat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's right. that kind so, of thing. But yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a kind of styled out raincoat. It's a lot more serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's walking down Sunset Strip with his hands down and and like prostitutes are looking at him but he's not looking back today <laughs> he's got something on his mind yeah yeah uh, it, yeah but the lyrics in this are pretty shit as well when you, when you actually look at them oh god yeah, um, yeah. It, tonight so right this night could be dynamite wait and see if it pleases you it pleases me yeah Nonsense, absolute cag. Oh yeah, I mean, absolutely. This, this, this I would imagine he writes all of his lyrics with his penis in one hand, yeah. and uh, and a rhyming dictionary in the other. Mm. That explains it then, because yeah. one, of, one of the lyrics I've picked up is God. "moving to the rhythm of your heartbeat." Now, <laughs> now, now, most heartbeats go boom, 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 boom. So sure. it's about wanking. There you go. It's got to be because I'm like, we sex, you know, boom, boom. Oh, okay. Boom, boom. That's not a great technique, is it? Do you know what I mean? That's not making love like a man. Do you know what I mean? That's 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 making love like Basil (laughs) Brush. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's a wanking song. Of course it is. Tonight, yeah, I'm going to knock one out. This night could be dynamite. Tonight, I'm going to knock one out. A love song to oneself. That's Uh, it. uh, I think I'm actually, you'll find I'm self partnered. Awesome. Oh no! If it pleases you, it pleases me. I mean, if it, and, and you are me because mm. you're my knob. God. But play a bit of the chorus because I love the chorus. chorus this this is full on definitely. Don't bore us. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, get I'm, to the chorus. I, I, I'm into the chorus in this. This is pure death effort for me. Harmonies just sound so good. Oh, see, I don't like those harmonies. Oh, I love them. No, I, I love like them. Well, you're never going to like Def Leppard if you don't like those harmonies because that's kind of the point of the band, oh, isn't it? Really, it's all it's, the yeah. Yeah, and that's that, you know, I mean, that, that's their natural harmony state as well. That's like that's what they were. They don't sound like that now. Mm. They don't sound quite like that now. But at the time, yeah, that's I'm, what, I'm what told that was there was no effects or anything behind that. That was what they sounded like together. Yeah. So, but that's a great song. I like that. That's, okay, that's, yeah, that's, no, that's my favourite so far. Yeah, I will. I'll you know put a little addendum on that. This is a very low bar that yeah, I'm yeah, setting, yeah. but yes. this is my favourite so far. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, my favourite so far as well. So far. Yeah. Right. Good. Okay. Track five then. Yeah. White Lightning. White Lightning. A song about siding, one would imagine. Well, it has to be. Hang on. I, I, did everyone else have the exact same thought as this? No? What? No, I was like. Once upon a time, there were a people. They were called. The Druids. <laughs> What's that? Uh, What's that? Mate, I was just like, how does anyone write this intro part, like post Spinal Tap? Right, yeah. Now, I think no this is very much a tribute to Steve Clark kind of intro. This is very much the sort of thing that he would do during his kind of spotlight moment on stage. This is kind of his sound. Yeah. Um, I think it's. I think he had actually written a lot of the stuff for this album yeah. before he died, and Phil Collins had to sit down and play his parts. Yes. And I, I think this is. Well, I, I don't know, but I think this is probably something that Steve Clark had written. No, I and, think and, you're absolutely and, and right. Played and, and Phil Collins I'm sat down. Sure and I, and, and I mean, he plays I, this. I do not care. Within the context of Spinal Tap existing, you should have gone. We're making. We're making a tribute to our dead friend that is essentially a parody of a parody. Right, sure. And we're calling it after a brand of strong cider after he died from booze. Absolutely, I know. The irony is just amazing there, isn't it? Yeah. Let's call it White Lightning. Yeah. I mean, they're going to write a fucking song about Rick Allen called Rowing in Circles or something like that. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's like, come on, lads. Come on. (laughs) Look, let's fuck it out. Look, right. Obviously, I... 
I know there is, and I don't want to be the arse. I'm, I'm gonna probably be the arse. Go for it. But look, this song's seven minutes long. Yes. And I am not sure that Def Leppard have any thoughts that require seven minutes to articulate. Well, I mean, there's, this is a lot of soloing going on. There's not a lot of thoughts throughout this. And, it's, and this is actually this is actually that one of the, the the times when they their lyrics are quite serious. Do you know what I mean? They're based on they've lost a friend. You, know, you can imagine what sure. it was like as a band. I think he was one of the founding members, and he's, he was. Yeah. They watched him basically fade away in front of them. They tried to help him, and you know interventions and things like that couldn't. And so you know there's 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 a bit of emotion behind this song, and there, there is. Mm, you know, definitely. And, and, and uh, there's also some really like strained analogies on it though. There's an, an analogy there, <coughs> and it's I didn't write down the full lyric verbatim, but it's it's something like you're like a soldier of fortune when all the Money's going on, crying bitter tears. And mm. it's like, well, I don't, I don't think that. It's I don't think the main nice. thing about hired killers is that they cry when the money runs out. Well, you don't know. I mean, maybe they do, but it just seems like what, what, I don't understand what no, point you're getting. Oh, at. Yeah, but let's face it, lyrics are not this band's. No, 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 absolutely. So. You can't look too no. deeply into it. But at least they, they, he's had a go here. Do you know what I mean? And there are some moments where there are some things that were saying they are still very, very cheesy. But you know, like, okay, fair sure. enough. I'll, I'll let you have that. Do you know what I mean? I understand, yeah, I understand what you're this going is for. their attempt at yeah. a serious. Like, yeah. uh, uh, it's still pretty clunky. I think it's uh-huh. all very on the nose. It is. Oh, good, yeah, yeah. It looks yeah. like you want to leave, but you can't let go. You want to stop, but you can't say yeah. no. That yeah. sort of shit. Yeah. It's so. It's here's some addiction lyrics for you. Oh yeah, of course. But there's no hidden meaning here, is there? Do you know what I mean? There's nothing to read into. It no. is very much a case of we watched you go through this, and this is you know this is what we what we saw. Indeed, it's but, obvious. I've just I've just read over your shoulder a note that you've got on your screen, oh, yeah. and it's a phrase I've never heard before, and you absolutely have to say it, oh. even though it feels like the moment has passed. Oh no, what was? <laughs> Which we I'm sorry, just went. You described you described uh, white lightning as pure trampain. Trampain. <laughs> trampain. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> That's what white lightning is. Yeah, but I think I got that from Viz. I think I got uh, one of theirs. Yeah, fucking brilliant. Trampane. Brilliant. <laughs> Trampane. Trampane for my real friends. Yeah. Wow. Oh man. Wow. Um, I did do a little bit of research into white lightning though, because okay. why not? I said it I during the fucking eighties. <laughs> <laughs> because I was thinking, surely you know they can't have not noticed that they've named this yeah. after yeah. a brand of Tramp cider. Yeah. But it turns out that um, White Lightning didn't come into being until the start of the 90s. So okay. they might have written this before it actually became a thing. Okay, fair so enough. So yeah. let them off with it. Yeah, okay. Um, it turns okay. out White Lightning is a phrase for moonshine in the States. Yeah. So I guess they're going for that sort of thing. I mean, what I no. really hope is the guy that made White Lightning was a massive Def Leppard fan and thought it would be a selling point. You never know. Exactly. Now, where this, where this actually, around. White Lightning came from, that was their nickname for Steve Clark. That was what they called right, it. Because yes. he was there, he had the big long blonde hair and snow-washed jeans and stuff like that. You know, guitar around his knees and he'd be running around all over the stage and oh, I said it was like white see, lightning okay. on stage so that was what I used to call it oh, white I, lightning. I thought it was also white lightning was because of the thrill of the high mm-hmm. when you know when you are off yeah. your face I thought it was that kind of thing as well you're chasing yeah. the white lightning no I think in one of the interviews when they're talking about this because song, song was the one that obviously they, they played and they, they talked about he did say yeah it was the, our nickname for, for Steve for was, was, was white lightning that's oh, what okay. we used to call him because he used to run around the stage like white lightning you know? so the thing is though, if I've got seven minutes worth of song yeah. what I generally want if a song's going to be seven minutes I want there to be a lot of time signature changes which I admit okay. seems like a cruel thing to say in the circumstances sure right uh, so this, it, it's got an epic feel but it doesn't do much no, I feel like. I mean, I think I suspect 
This is one of those songs where if you're a guitarist, you probably have a slightly different perspective on it. I suspect okay. there's all yeah, kinds of maybe. clever guitar things going on in this, I suspect. Look, look, we're, we're, I'm missing anyway. Yeah. There's a couple of really good hooks there, man. I mean, that bit, you know, you want to leave, but you can't say no. Mm. That, that thing. That, I think that's that's something that stuck in my head when I was listening right. to it, yeah. And I, do, I, I like this song. This is a 7 out of 10 song for me. I, I like this. I'm yeah. into this. Yeah, yeah, I think it's good. Well, it, 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 is, it is a minute or two too long, but I'd, I'd quite like it. I think it's a good song. It's, uh, it's quite kind of moody and brooding. and Yeah, well, it is. I, it's, I, I, I like it. Somber. Uh, to be honest, whenever I was listening yeah. to it, it didn't feel like it was seven minutes to me. I, I, no, no, I no. looked at it when it started. I, was going, I looked at the time. I was like, "Fucking what? Seven minutes of this?" But when it ended, I was like, "Actually, I didn't feel like it dragged to no. me." No, there's a couple of different bridges in it and things like yeah, that as well. It's not just the same thing for seven minutes. I think so. it's okay. I, I think it's okay to decent. I think yeah, I this like would it. be a, this would be a six out of ten for me. For I'm, I'm a fanboy, so yeah, this is this is a seven. This is a seven okay. for me. Yeah, I like I mean, it. I, I, I like would, it. It's I a good would song. Go to a six on uh, under. Protest slightly. Oh, that's fair. A mild protest, but I would also argue the fact that five would be too. A five. I'm a solid five point seven five. No, no, right. Okay, good. Yeah. That's good. We'll we'll make a note of that one. Lovely. Yeah. Five and six eight. So again, my my journey was to tonight and white lightning. So I'm okay. Sure. Now I'm, I'm, I'm happier, oh, right. happier, not happy. I'm so happier. A couple right, of this more is a, ones. yeah, yeah. So like, this is the right. We're now getting into our stride now. So uh, mm. unusually for Def Leppard, because normally I'd say quite a few of their great songs are kind of at the, like, certainly with um, Hysteria. The first six tracks is just bang, 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 bang. Sure. Amazing songs. I've, I actually don't really like the second half of Hysteria that much at all. When they okay. played live recently, they did Hysteria tour. Yeah, they played the sort of second half of the songs, other than the title track, which is kind of wedged in between it all. Yeah, yeah stuff that towards the end of that, I, I'm not really that bothered it's with at all. Yeah, it, to me, it's very shit. much <laughs> six or seven of probably their best songs are on that album, um, but the rest of it is. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't really enjoy hearing them live and things like that again. It's like, right, yep, yeah, next. I'd much rather them okay. play songs off the other album than hear them. All right. Track number six, it's called Stand Up. <laughs> Brackets. Uh, kick Love Into Motion. Into Motion, all right. And this was a single, but only in the US and Australia. But apparently, did quite well in the US. But hear that guitar? This just to me just sounds that's, like a fuck. No, that's Def Leppard though. You, I yeah. know that. You can play me that song, and I would say that's Def Leppard. What song is it? I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It sounds like a hysteria outtake to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very formulaic. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, yeah I've put here very. I've, first, my first note is. Typical Def Leppard. Instantly recognisable as Def Leppard for me. And they love a really simple bass line. Yeah, they do that an awful lot. Yeah. But no, I'm not into this. This is pure filler for me, this one. Yeah, not. This doesn't. You know, tonight was the big kind of power ballad on the album. It's great. This is. Wishy, wishy, washy. Yeah, yeah. Just in terms of the personnel on this record, there's an additional musician on this. There's one I didn't even know, is that? Yeah, he's a, a keyboard player, and his name is Phil Crash Nicholas, which I think is very insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, oh dear. That's yeah. not what you want. I mean, there isn't. It's like, you know what I mean? Like fucking. Uh, they bought a chimes player in as well. What's he called? Oh, uh, Kidney Failure McGee. <laughs> <laughs> John Kidney Failure McGee. Blues guitarist there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's clunky as all hell yeah. uh, in terms of the lyrics. I think there's no real tune to this. No. It just no, goes from just... A to B and then stops. Yeah. But the, it's like, I, the lyric, I just happen to be a man and you happen to be a woman and we happen to be together. Try to stop this thing coming. Again, that's a little bit uh, rapey, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, oh, I mean, there's, there's loads of rapey stuff. On try and stuff. stop this thing coming, mate. 
put it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's not yeah. right. Try and stop it from coming. I mean, I've, I've been trying to stop it from coming. And like, yeah. <laughs> and yet the inside of my fucking leather trousers are like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a painter's radio. No, it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like a whale carcass leaking blubber all over the beach. Ooh. Oh. Um, the video for this is very very because it was only released like I say in uh, States and Australia it's very MTV this oh, okay. it's a bit more yeah. slick um, there's uh, a, a naked man's arse in it for some reason Ugh. okay fine but there are some bits in it where the director has obviously gone I'm going to illustrate that line with an image uh, for example there's a line it's got to be this time cuts to a man holding a really big clock brilliant <laughs> 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 what, 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 what sorry <laughs> you weren't uh, the line there's an empty chair at my table at which point a man throws a table off the roof onto a load of people carrying some chairs so wow. thanks for that and I, I want to play with fire and there's a woman with her head on fire nice so wow. it's like he really hasn't put an awful lot of thought into message no. and subtlety with this video. No, no, it's not very deep, is it? It's not it's multi-layered. Not. This at all. It's, 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 it is what it is. Yeah. But I'm going to say though, I'm going to say though, whatever the lyrical message of this song is, mm-hmm. it's going to find itself in sharp relief as we move on to track number seven. <laughs> Jesus Personal property. Oh boy. Yeah, this was a, a surprise to me. Yeah, this. I mean, let's have a little bit. That's all we find so far. Message has aged particularly well. No, really. So, this is no. basically a song about he's found a woman. Of course, it's just. Yeah. He's, he's found this woman, she's a red hot lover, but she's only a one woman man. And he basically, he's, he's got her under lock and key, yeah. he says at one point. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He's got her under lock and under This lock is the key. Joseph Fritzel of rock songs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's exactly what I picked up. But this is the kind of get your hands off my woman, you're not even getting anywhere near a type of song, isn't it? Which is mine. It's not that she's a person, it's she's my property. Yeah. Property, exactly. It's my property, property as well. See this, it's mine. Yeah. And it's just like, don't see this. The delivery of it as well. Personal. It sounds like someone shouting at you from across the street <laughs> for me for some reason. Someone having a go at you or something yeah. like that. It's just like, fuck off. Personal. But we've already established that Krista doesn't want your fucking manky girl. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is just problematic yeah. as fuck. Uh, I, I've, put, I've put here um, uh, fucking bollocks, <laughs> yes, and good, then good. and then, but I have put spoken word section. Oh dear! Yeah. <laughs> oh, get this oh, so bad. Dear. Yeah, right. it, 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 after the spoken word, the, the one of my worst bits of the song is in the last verse. But the circle, the spoken word bit. Let's have some of that. Oh, 
Yeah. And he hasn't even got to the bit in the third verse where he starts talking about Tarzan and Jane. I know. <laughs> it's this, I've given this three out of ten. Oh, you've and I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think I could terrible. go lower than three out of ten know, for, for, a, for a Def Leppard song. Because no, I do this, like this Def Leppard. I'm in minus points on this. Oh, really? This shocking. Oh, it's the worst one on the sure. album. Definitely. This is the worst song on the album. This is this is like that moment in with with Brian Adams when he started talking about he fed up of girlfriends that fucking give him microwave dinners. Oh yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? You freaked my car. Listen, do you reckon it's Mutt Lang? Is he the one prompting them? Because there's there's the, your through thread on these. Maybe two. he's like, oh fucking bitches, eh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe, I'll tell you what you should write. I've got these pickup artist books. Yeah, well, no, I tell you, you know what it's like? It's like, it's like when you're with your mate, right? And you know your mate's just been through a bad breakup uh-huh. and it's made them briefly misogynistic. Yep. Fucking women, man. Yeah, yeah, I know, man. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. As uh, my friend Dan Fardell, uh, someone once said uh, to Dan Fardell about about women, went, well, they're all just fucking snakes with tits. <laughs> snakes with tits? <laughs> snakes with tits. I think that's definitely a Death Leopard <laughs> album title. Yeah, or song title. Fuck, just snakes with tits. But yeah, it's, it's that moment where you're like, okay, he needs to get this out of the system. I'm just gonna right. Okay. Yeah, I don't agree with what you're saying. You've had a hard time. Let's get it out and and yeah. Let and, me you, move and, on. and you're just sitting there going, yeah, 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 and trying to change the subject. And also being very aware that he's likely to start a fight in the pub in case <laughs> someone if someone looks at his. Oh, absolutely. Property, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he's no. gonna kick. Off. He's gonna kick off again. Oh. Jesus fucking Christ! Come on, Joe. Leave it out, mate. Yeah, yeah. this is a this is this is the worst of a bad bunch. Oh, it's, it's yeah, straight. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. It's pile. Terrible, mate. I was terrible uh, looking song. up the. Uh, I was looking because this wasn't a single. I thought, but strangely, what? No, I know the world would not, and even in '92, the world would not allow this to be a single. No. Um, I was looking it up just to see if there were any YouTube comments, uh-huh. like if anyone else was as aghast as we yeah. are about this. Um, but in the predictive search, it turns out that Def Leppard have done a cover version of "Personal Jesus." Oh yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Property, They used I, to play it before they opened up they? on the last tour. Yeah, they played it over the PA before they no came on with, and started playing the Hysteria it's album. Redundant yeah. as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just. I mean, it's. It's not like they've done anything interesting. I've, no. I've, heard, I've heard this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But to be honest with you, I think you might have because I think it might have been on a record that you sent me back in the day when you oh, were working in promo. Maybe so. That's entirely. Well, I've blanked it from my memory anyway. Oh, right, okay. right. Um, is so, it singles time? I think it, it is. It's nearly singles time. What I'm going to do before we do oh, yes. that is I want to read out a little bit of... Because we've we got some stuff on the Twitter. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We put out a little shout to see if anyone else was a Leopard fan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, I mean, so yeah, so Phil Guffrey, uh, your pal Phil Guffrey, yes, yes. And friend of the show. Uh, I suppose a rocks out of the question is a terrible, terrible lyric which would have sounded vaguely creepy even 20 years ago. Mm. Uh, I'm so glad this album only has seven tracks and then you have to reply to him and say, no, no mate, sorry, it's, mate. Got, it's got ten. Yeah, you've obviously just, you know, <laughs> not taped some <laughs> of them. <laughs> it's not an EP. No, it's, it's a whole album. Yeah. <laughs> John in Leeds, uh, the adrenals are the wrong glands for rock music. Great, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> in the style of smashy and noisy. Oh, shout out to Katie Funnel who's binging on our podcast at the minute. Ah, uh, Katie, yeah. absolutely, yeah, no, she's loving it. Hope you hope you've got to this point uh, and you're enjoying it. So yeah, at the uh, Herd Collective. Uh, have got at underscore herd collective I should say mm-hmm. been in contact I suspect music so I expect that time will have smiled uh, on this collection of magic 15 year old Nirvana fan me thought it was the worst abomination to music since Genesis and Rhythm is a Dancer I'm, I'm not going to lie mate 15 year old you sounds like a fairly solid individual <laughs> <laughs> Number one rerun podcast. We love you guys, but we are, and I'm going to say from the people that bought you liking that Brian Adams yeah, record, indeed. right? 
Love this album. Themselves. <laughs> Love this album. Of course. of course they do. Yes, it's the Poundland hysteria, but it's such good fun. Mm. Joe Elliott singing about school and being told off by his dad when he was in his 30s. What's not like about it? Top track tonight. Well, we all like tonight. Tonight, yeah. yes, that was one we agreed. Cheese bloody tastic. Uh, right. In moments, here we are. Right. Uh, now they've uh, they've copied in uh, Underthumb Pod here. Adrenalize is an absolute blinder of an album. White Lightning is obviously a highlight coming after the death of Steve Clark. The rest of it is fun, glam rock sounding tracks. It also has some of the best power ballads they've ever produced. Have you ever stand up and tonight? Under the thumb, uh, we no, respect, respect you deeply and I, 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 disagree strongly. You're, you're a brave person to come out and say it. Yes. Right, well, yeah, and that's all from the Twitter at the moment. Cool, yeah, no, thank you, everyone who did get in contact. Uh, on there that's always nice appreciate that. your views but yeah let's take a break before we do the final bit of this album and do this week's singles right so this week's top 10 and I'm going to be honest with you it's not good oh dear but there we are uh, most of this we have seen in previous top 10s okay. this year uh, but the, the first three let me see if I can play you a bit of this see if you remember Actually, you you'll get it straight away because they say the name of the band in the intro. But you know, whatever. This is the sound of alternate. Okay. So this is number ten in the top ten. It's solid alternate, really. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is evaporate. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I don't remember is... it though. I don't remember it. I'm surprised. I so I was kind of into this sort of stuff, but this is, this is pretty good. This is, this is pure 1992 chart. Certain situations yeah. go down really, really well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. It's like pre-hardcore, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Um, all right, so that's number 10 anyway. Number nine isn't on Spotify for very good reason. Does anyone else remember whenever Mr. Bean teamed up with... Um, oh, what's your man from Iron Maiden? Bruce Dickinson. Bruce Dickinson. Uh, to be Mr. Bean and the Smear campaign, their cover of I Want to Be Elected. I Jesus do remember that, yes. Christ, yeah, I think no. it's for Red Nose. Right. Uh, um, okay, okay. And it's as bad as you can possibly imagine. Wow. Wow. Really? Yeah, it's shocking. Uh, I, I would have played some of it off the YouTube video, but I'm not even going to do that. Mr. Bean no, no, no. and Bruce Dickinson. Yeah. yeah. Doing Jeez. Alice Cooper's I Want to Be Elected. And let's not, let's not forget the... Let's not forget Bruce Dickinson's flirtations with humorous literature in the past. Well, indeed, we've talked about that before on air. Uh, okay, so yeah, that was number nine. Uh, we'll move swiftly past that. Number eight in the top ten this week. Uh, you probably will remember this one. If you can get who it is, yeah, I'll be impressed. No, I'm going to recognise this. It's Glemadiros. It's not Glemadiros. Oh, I do know this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's not Desiree. No. It's one of those. I don't remember ever hearing from this person again, if I'm honest. I remember the song. Was it from the film? I don't know, actually. What's the name of the artist? Well, then the songs you just said the, the words in it. It's save the best for last. Uh-huh. Yeah, hang on. Oh, hang on. So the best for last. Um, oh, I fucking know this man. Look, Darren, no, nothing. No, no, no. no, no. It's, like, it's, it's one of those. It's things there, like, it's but like I'm not going to have to recall it. Oh, it's not. Vanessa Williams. Vanessa Williams. Wow. There you go, man. Yeah, okay, well that's number eight. 
Well done. Uh, right, the rest of the top ten we've seen before. Uh, Def Leppard's Let's Get Rocked is down from two last week. Number six, CeCe Peniston, finally. Annie Lennox, why? Uh, four, Soul to Soul, Joy. Uh, three, Mr. Big to be with you, which okay. I'm sure Darren, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah, also yeah, a fan so. of. Yeah, We've yeah. discussed this. Yeah. Uh, number two is Right Said Fred's Deeply Dippy. And number one is still Shakespeare's sister, Stay. Wow, okay. Which was number one for ages at this point. Still love this song. Yeah. Right, but so that's your top ten. Other singles that were out and about at the time. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll, I'll rush through these, really. Senseless Things, Hold It Down. and They had a, just a string of singles coming out at that point. Um, one that we've talked about, you know, quite a lot. But the single only charted this week. Number 30. Oh, awesome. Oh, awesome. Yeah. What a fucking tune this is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You've mentioned it on this oh, podcast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sorry, yeah, I love is, it. Uh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Christ. yeah, absolutely. And Tarlick there. Yeah. Beautiful Great song. Beautiful Great song. song. Uh, so this, that, that got to number 30 this week. Okay. Um, number 32, and I don't expect you to get this, Dave, but, again, we've mentioned them already on this podcast. This was... The, the single after their first album, and it wasn't on either their first or second album, this is the one in between, Blur, pop scene. Oh, okay, yeah. This yeah. Is when they stopped being bagging, yeah. and started to go towards that kind of uh, yeah. mod sound or whatever they were trying to do with their second album. Yeah. But it was a very different thing. I remember everyone being very surprised yeah. when this came out. It didn't sound like there's no other way and so high. It's a good song. I, I can tolerate Blur. Can't do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't love them, but I can tolerate them. For sure. There's, there's certain parts of it that I will listen to. But Right, there you go. Uh, number, so that's not 32. Number 33, and I was surprised at this, just because of this being 1992, but this is the first time this charted as a single. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. It's Stone Roses, I Am The Resurrection. This is fantastic. Uh, this is an amazing this song. This is an absolutely, absolutely fantastic blind. Song. This is biblical for some people, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, totally this is, is some people. Totally you know, and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's fabric of their life for some yeah. people. This song, song and this is a, amazing. Song about a Catholic priest's penis. I am the resurrection. I am the resurrection. Resurrection, <laughs> lovely stuff. Brilliant. Well done. Um, right, that's uh, that's thirty-three. Number forty-seven, and we're going to be talking about this album in a special, an upcoming special. Uh, Beastie Boys, pass the mic. Okay. It's got you down. <clears throat> love this tune, love this album. As, as will be very obvious what we do. Yeah. Like that. Um, 52 is Nitzareb with a send. Wow. Yeah, I was never into this. Wow, that no, no, was for me. Uh, number 55, Public Enemy, Night Train. So there's still recent singles off that Apocalypse 91 album. Uh, Number 57. Thank you for joining us live on Remember this? No. The television for the nation. Absolutely. Yeah. Disposable heroes of hip hop for some reason. Yeah. And I did love this when it came out. Yeah, I really did. I've got the album off well, the, the reason you were able to love this is because before Michael Franny started doing spearheads and we all had to turn our back on it. It ruined everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's all the singles I got. So, okay. so back into the final end of Death okay. Night. The erection section. Head first. Right, so track number eight. Have you ever needed someone so bad? Hmm. The, the rest of that song could just stop making records. Yeah. <laughs> Again, very typical Death Leopard, that. You know, 
know, again, you, you could have played me the intro to this song. Yeah, that's Def Leppard. And really, yeah. Pre, pre-listening to this album and getting ready for this podcast, I, I probably couldn't you tell just you got what the song is. I've, I've, I've but, written here, I've written here, this is another shit power ballad. Okay. It, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. I'm, it's like, and I'm a man, man that likes a power ballad. Oh, shit, yeah. This, yeah. this to me, right, this is an example where... <laughs> This just sounds like a band and a genre at this point. Mm. It's just run out of ideas and run out of steam. Yeah. Well, that's because it hurt. Yeah, it's yeah. like one trip to the way way to the glue factory. This is the death now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And this is the thing, you know, when you, when I think if, if you try and paint the picture that some bands came around and wiped the genre out, that's not really what happened. What happened is the genre ran out of ideas and burned itself out. And you've got to have, con- you know, for something to be... Right, look, you, you can be... And this is a comment really about another track on here, but you can be big and dumb mm-hmm. as long as you're fun. Mm-hmm. And my problem with a lot of this record is it's big and dumb and not a lot of fun. And this isn't even okay. that big, it's just fucking yeah, fright. It's, it's, yeah. really. it's Villar again, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's very typical Def Leppard, but it's the, the, the typical Def Leppard that I'm not into. No. That I'm um, not into. Whenever I listen to this, you know, again, I'd never heard this album before, uh-huh. so I went into it totally blind. Yeah. And I heard this one. Uh, and I thought this sounds like when love and hate collide to mm. me, but a worse version. Yeah. And then I I had to look it up because when love and hate collide came out like three years later mm-hmm. than this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it yeah. sounds like they were trying for that and didn't make yeah. it. Yeah. And this song is yeah. it is it's it's neither. Do you like when love and hate collide? I think it's, 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 it's a great it's, song. It's, it's I love that. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Again, they were playing that on their last tour and I loved it. Oh, yeah, right. It was really really good. Uh, this one, uh, I mean. Again, have you ever needed someone so bad? That's not a good title. Nah, it's, it's a it's clunky title. Yeah. Um, I can imagine it being loads of those typical soft rock couples that you you saw in pubs in '92 who had not got over the fact that alt rock was about to destroy their world. Yeah. Um, in their tassel jackets, big hair. This was their song. I reckon it was a lot of their song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Song. It's that kind of thing. A lot isn't it? swaying yeah. in the bedroom to this shit. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of really inept sex. Oh, d- terrible. Just, terrible, yeah. terrible, terrible. Um, this was the third single as well. I guess they needed a ballad after those first two bangers. Why didn't they put out Tonight? Oh, Tonight was a single. But uh, Tonight, head and shoulders over this. Oh, t- Tonight was the fifth single. Yeah. yeah. They got that wrong, choice. didn't they? Yeah. yeah. This was the third single. They got to number 16. Uh, so, okay, but not amazing. Um, the video for this is boring as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's so I, I, think, I think they all sound bored here. They they sound yeah. bored of their own song here. Well, I've got right. here, yeah. bored now. Right, <laughs> that's sure. my lyric. That, yeah. that's, what that's pretty much the only note I put down. I'm bored now. Yeah, no, I, I don't I, like this. This is, and I think, as you say, Dan, I think they were too. And yeah, yeah, it's it the tail end of the album. There's no life to it at all, is there? Uh, no, there's no waste of time with it then. Fine. Number nine, I want to touch you. So, right. b- written in the way that this looks like a Sam Fox single. What? Yes. Well, Prince. I've just put down me too. I mean, come on, lads. Hashtag. This was the final single, and it didn't chart. No. Surprise. And again, what is that riff? That reminds me of something, but I can't work on it. Is it Thanksgiving? No. Maybe? No. But look, again, they sound bored here. This sh- this song, right? This type of song, this yeah. should be a big, exuberant, fun... Mm-hmm. Kind of that it's that kind of sorry like done well that's what this song is it's okay like kind of a big kind of stupid kind of yeah dance floor sure but, but it's it's like, like it i want to rock it feels like half a beat too slow you know what i mean right. like it feels like you know the pace of the track seems slow 
They seem bored. Mm. Like, just, that, that's the only thing I get out of this song. It's like, um, it's the, uh, he only wants to touch you because he wants something to do that isn't this song. Right, <laughs> yeah. escapism at that yeah, point. Yeah, I, I want to touch you. And, yeah. I mean, this is the three. Oh, this is another three out of, out of two ten for me. Do you know well, what I mean? And again, that's the lowest I'm going to give a Def Leppard song. Okay. It's a three, so it's it's a, it's it's a relative zero, I think. Is sure, what I mean? I see, it's, yeah. it's one of them. So yeah, I, I don't like the song. I don't the, like the this song. There's no need for it. Um, originally written by the drummer, and then it was expanded upon by the rest of the band. But he came up with the central riff for it, so it's his fault. Fair enough. This one. I, the thing is, right, the drummer wrote this song. Yeah. And I've said that I I don't like it. Yes. But on the other hand. <laughs> That's the uh, that's the clip that's going on Twitter. <laughs> uh, anything else on this one? No, please? no, no, just get no, out. Just, right. just Track ten is called right. "Tear It Down." Final. Song. This is the final song. Yeah. Now this was up tempo. Yeah, this is a bit more up tempo, and this uh-huh. was. I'm trying to find out actually whether it's. I think it was. It was a B-side to the first two singles, uh, "Women" and "Animal" off of Hysteria. I this was the actual the, the, B-side. It was written for them, but not released. Was it yeah. a B-side? Yeah, it was okay. a B-side to, to those one of those two singles. I think depending on where you are. I think in the UK it was the B-side to "Animal," which yeah. means oh, I would have owned this. I don't remember it because I would. I would not even listen to the. See, look. To the right, A-side, so, look. so, okay, is there anything that sums this album up? More than the fact that they've included a track that wasn't good enough for Hysteria on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But lyrically, they recorded it for this, but yeah, I, I agree. Sure. Yeah. Well, I lyrically, this is just a cliche delivery service. Yeah. Oh, I have got built from nothing but rock nonsense cliches yeah, yeah, in yeah. this. It really is. This is a, this is a song like you know you know how like they're doing that thing at the minute where they're going. We made a computer read every William Shakespeare song. And, yeah, and, uh, and, it wrote and, this. and it wrote this. This is like we made a computer listen to three Def Leppard songs and it wrote this. Yeah. Mm, yeah. You know that. Sure. You know this is music by pure numbers and those numbers are six 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 lol. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, 69 over and over again. Yeah, yeah. I, I've just written on this. I've, I've had enough now. I don't hate this song. I don't love it. It's I've given it a five. It's a five it out of ten. Pure song. filler. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, nothing really to it. It's not the classic. La- it's yeah. The the last three songs are just a big shrug and a fart as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, you shrug and because you fought, your fart comes out. Right. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I think going into this record, it was going to be one or two things, right? Mm-hmm. It was going to be a, 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 a album by a band at the top of their game who were an easy target. They were unfairly maligned right. and bought down because fashion went against them. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I was quite willing to prepare to be prepared for that exist. Now, for that, have a look at music by Winger. For example, right? right, right, Winger, Kip Winger, one one of those bands that got fucking absolutely slated because this music got wiped out. Yeah, fucking of course. Beavis and Butter took the piss out of it. Go back to that music, right? And there's actually a surprising amount of depth in it, right? Okay. They, they have got songs like Seventeen and stuff, but actually, you know what? You go back and revisit one of those records, and you're like, "Oh, this really didn't deserve the kicking that it received." Okay, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. I can't help but think that this album did. I think it deserved every bit of the shit yeah. that it got. Yeah, sure. I mean, now, now we're all the way through it. I mean, I, I just remember being so bitterly disappointed with this. Yeah. I mean, I probably right. appreciate it more now. You know, there's one, maybe two tracks on it that I would say are brilliant tracks. The rest of it, yeah, I just... Uh, I, I, but, I was so disappointed and I was like, and this is where my relationship with Def Leppard ended. I, it, after that, I, haven't, I, haven't, I couldn't tell you anymore. I mean, I know they released Slang, I think, as an album. Yeah, I think they've got X, an album called or... Hell Yeah or something. I, I, they've got a self-title. Wow. I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't tell you any of them. I'm, I'm 
so I'm not interested in anything post. Not interested okay. in most of this album. No, not interested in anything is, that they've the done since straw. then. Yeah, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I haven't. I'm a big Def Leppard fan. Apart but, from Love and Hate Device. Pardon? Like, apart from oh, there, there's a few things. Too. There's a few things in there, but yeah. But this is I the just, end. Of, this is the end of you being like a get the album on the first yeah, day. Oh, abs- oh yeah, get yeah. It, fair sure, fair. it was the last album I brought. You know, yeah. so I bothered to listen to really, even though I could. I've got Spotify account. I could pick them up and listen to. I'm not gonna. Nah. I'm just. I've got no interest in it. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Well, I I had never heard it before, and I was not a fan. This is the first time I've heard it. I think this is this is as risible as I assumed it was at yeah. the time because this is absolutely ridiculous. But it doesn't have the tunes to to stay me if I went back in a semi-ironic yeah. fashion that I would go. No. Actually, this is this is fun. I can see myself singing along. It doesn't have the big tunes for me. Yeah. I would much rather listen to uh, "Look What the Cat Dragged In" by Poison than this record. Okay. I would yeah. say that's a better record than this. Okay, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree. No, with I, was, I was disappointed with this. I, I was hoping that it would be good fun, and you'd go actually fuck it. Yeah, yeah. I've been sniffy, yeah. and I was wrong, but no. Yeah, yeah. and I and I, I went into this ready to be, ready to be, you know, and, and you know when I heard tonight come on, I thought, okay, oh, you know yeah. what, right? No, this is good. I like this, right? Yeah. yeah. So okay, we're now we always uh-huh. at the end of these uh, uh-huh. things, we have to put, um, we have to put well. At least one song, yeah. uh, or up to three songs on our on our best of the nineties playlist. Indeed. Uh, now, okay, right now we'll, we'll include we'll, we'll include you in this, Darren. But I'm afraid no, that's not thing. No, that's absolutely no, no. You go for it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think we can all agree. Mm. I'm guessing that if that tonight goes on. Well, yes. Yes. We, right, so that's one. Okay. Right. Yeah. Now the question is, do we want to include? The, that's not necessarily representative of this album because it's a ballad. Yeah. Do we want to include a second song, and if so, what? It's certainly not going to be a three-song album. It's not. I mean, I I can't see another one that I want to put on there. No, I mean, I think if, it, if I was a decision maker on this, I would only go for that. I think that's all I would put on there. I mean, if I was making a uh, Def Leppard yeah. playlist, I would. But Unless... saying that. Make love like a well, man. Then, yeah, make love know, like a man is, 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 is unless you put make love like a man on it's, it's one of those things that fucking ridiculous. I mean, is. there is there there is an argument. Okay, you listen to the songs on the playlist. Make love like a man comes on. Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel better? Does it make the playlist better or worse? Um, I mean, I would say worse. But are you going to enjoy yourself while it's on? Are you? I don't know. It's don't, it will make re- me laugh. Well, I reckon you would once. <laughs> I reckon uh, you. So you think it's like including the stonk? <laughs> yeah, that sort of thing. Damn. All right then. Okay, well, okay. Well, let's put it. Let's put it to the vote. Uh, votes for make like love like a man going on. I'm gonna say I want to put it on. Really? Yeah. I would. I would have to, man. Yeah, just because of okay. the journey I went through on it. I think. I think it's a lot of fun, man. Now I just can't. All right. I can forgive it for all its sins, of which there we'll are. Put, we'll put many. it on. We, uh, we and we'll reserve the right. To take it off yeah, again quite. if you feel like yeah, it. Yeah, when anyone's listened to this podcast, they can go for a piss. Why? Well, sorry, that, that playlist. Sorry, this playlist. They can go for a piss while when this one comes And I'll tell you what, we, what we're going to do as well. We're going to open this up to to the listeners. If you have strong opinions whether we should have this song on or off of the of the playlist, because we are essentially undecided. Mm. If you hit us up on Twitter with uh, uh, "Make Love Like a Man," yes, "Make Love Like a Man," no. Well, we, we can put a poll up. And literally making love like a man is all about putting a pole up, Krista. Putting a pole up, Krista. Putting a pole up, Krista, yeah. That's <laughs> really? how I make love like a man. Well, and that's, that's why you agreed to do the uh, yeah, editing. Right. right um, so, okay, man. Darren, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you. Oh, thanks for having me on, man. No, it's been so, good. I'm, I'm a fan of the podcast as well as friends. I, I, I do. I love listening to it. It's been good fun. And, uh, yeah, it's a thoroughly enjoyable spirit. Well, we'll, have you, we'll have you back on next time we do a Yarny record. Can't wait, <laughs> yeah, Michael. I can't wait. I'll bring my dad along. Anyway, right. Thank you very much for listening yeah. once again. 
we will be back next week. We doing next week, Mr. Greer. Uh, we are doing well. We are doing Annie Lennox. We are doing Annie Lennox. Why? <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're don't uh, be such a diva. We're right. diva. Okay, man. Well, I will look forward to it. Darren, thank you for being our guest. Mr. Cheers. Waffles, you have been an amazing host as always. I mm-hmm. hope you've all enjoyed his insights. Most of them have been smells. Chris mm. uh, Greer, you're a beautiful man. I'd like to kiss you on the face. Nope. Okay. Um, Bye. Laters. Thank you for checking out this episode of Pop Collaborate and Listen. It was produced and edited by us, for which we can only apologise. We are on Twitter, at PCL Podcast. On Instagram, also at PCL Podcast. And Facebook.com slash PCL Podcast. All of these, plus links to our various Spotify playlists, etc., are on our website, which is PCLPodcast.com. Please feel free to get in contact via any of the social media or on PCLMusicPodcast at gmail.com.